Welcome to Responding to Life, a podcast hosted by me, Josephine Atlery. Do you ever feel like you could use some guidance when life throws you a curveball? By listening to the narratives in this podcast, you will learn from other people's experiences and responses to challenging situations so you can fast track the learning curve to get ahead in your own life. Welcome to another bonus episode of my podcast, Responding to Life, Living Reflectively Through a Journey of Health, Fertility, and Parenthood. As this podcast is all about managing life's curveballs and overcoming adversity to ultimately find joy, it felt timely to stop my podcast schedule in its tracks so that I could discuss how to navigate a major obstacle that's challenging all of us, the global pandemic caused by the coronavirus. In today's episode, I'm speaking with two amazing individuals who are doing their part during this global crisis to help others manage the stress and fear brought on by this unprecedented time. These beautiful souls happen to be my good friends who inspired me to teach meditation. Their talents and genuine passion to help others through alternative healing methods like sound baths, acupuncture, and cupping sparked the fire within me to help others in new ways. I am joined by Annie Gigliotti. Annie has 20 years of experience in the healthcare industry as a nurse, acupuncturist, and herbalist. She leads with joy and is passionate about creating true wellness with her patients by using the wisdom of nature. And I'm also joined by Eric Melgren, founder of The Middle Branch. Eric started his company to teach people how to have a healthier relationship to stress and give their minds and bodies an optimal foundation for healing. Eric is a sound-guided meditation practitioner, energy worker, and health coach working in studios, corporations, clinics, and with private clients, as well as incorporating adventure experiential therapy that he leads using exercise, mindfulness, insight, and inspiration to help ground clients and open their minds to other perspectives. Thank you so much for joining me today, Annie and Eric. It is so nice to meet up with you virtually, as I miss seeing both of you in person. I can't wait to hear your perspectives on how we can all take care of ourselves during this difficult time. So let's dive right in. Annie, let's start with you. How are you doing in this new normal that has been thrust upon you? I have been very creative and pushed to a whole nother level in my practice because I feel I have time on my hands. And also, my job is very physical, as in I usually touch and feel and experience my patients on a more of a physical level. And so this whole experience has been mind-blowing for me because now I have to figure out other ways of treating and healing and inspiring my patients. So it is quite the journey, and I'm riding the wave as best as I can and really trying to enjoy these moments as much as possible. Amazing. So how do you then... Since you're doing it remotely, working with your patients, how are you able to tap into what they need? 
I mean, you've always been great. Whenever I come in to see you once a month, you're always so great and right on with the questions that you ask me. It's like you don't even, I didn't even have to say anything and you already knew. So I'm wondering how that translates then into more virtual space. What I've been able to do through this, Josephine, is empower my patients to actually tap into their own healing power. Over the course of the past two weeks, it's been really exciting for my patients because since I can't, you know, go and put needles in them or put cups on them, I am able to, over the computer, show them where they need to be pressing for acupressure points, um, massaging and activating their bodies. And it's been extraordinary to see them transform and they're doing it on their own and they're going to be able to do it on their own for the rest of their lives. Oh, it may not be a, it may not be a great business model necessarily, but right. that's not, that's not why I'm in this business. I'm here to inspire and create and heal. And it's been fun to watch people do it on their own. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. We'll, we'll get into that later. Some tips that you can share with the listeners and Eric, how are you doing in, in our new quarantine life? Oh my God, I'm doing fantastic, Josephine. Thanks for <laughs> I love it. Uh, no, I can, I can very much echo um, what Annie said and, um, you know, just trying to adapt to sort of this, this new style of trying to bring this work to people um, and for it to still be effective. Um, as far as like a lot of my work revolves around doing sound baths, which sound guided meditations usually I am in person, just like Annie used to say, or was just saying is that, you know, I work with a room of people, um, or if I'm doing private, um, uh, uh, doing private work, it's, you know, it's a, it's an inhuman experience. And so I've had to, again, try to adapt and flip the script. And so what I've started doing is um, recording my sessions, mixing them, making them sound as good as I can. Uh, as close as it would be to being in person and allowing people to experience these sessions to help with their stress, to help with their sleep, their anxiety on their own time. So it's really kind of, you know, uh, uh, I like, especially right now, not necessarily keeping it to a time frame on when I do sessions. Um, it's really sort of whenever you need it, you know, you can access it. Um, and I can also, uh, say that this time has been extremely creative for me. Um, you know, I've been able to dive into creative things that I haven't been to for a while, but that I've sort of been itching to do. So, um, that's, that's been kind of really cool. So I've been keeping busy. <laughs> nice. That's, that's fantastic to hear. And that actually led me to my next question for both of you about, you know, what you're doing on your own to, um, to sort of grow and take care of yourselves. I don't know who wants to answer first, but in terms of your own self-care, your own practice for healing yourself through this time of, you know, it's chaotic and crazy and um, overwhelming. I'm glad that you have touched on this because especially with folks like Annie and myself that are, are, uh, we're usually, you know, uh, giving the work to help people feel better. But now in this time, it's sort of, you know, we have to focus a lot on sort of ourselves to make sure that 
that um, we're taking care of, you know, sort of our own needs during this time. And, you know, eating right, I, I've been even more stringent on my diet. And the fact that I get to make all of my food here at home is, is super cool. So I've, get, I've been um, getting a little bit more creative or kind of like with what I make. Um, and then exercise, I try to make sure I get some form of exercise daily. If it's, you know, even if it's just like 10 push-ups or, you know, sometimes I'll see how many push-ups I can do in five minutes or I'll walk out of my my house and go for a run. Um, you know, making sure that I'm getting some sort of exercise keeps me feeling better about the situation, better about myself. Um, and for me, playing music, uh, playing music, making music, and now it gives me the time to sort of um, sit down on all of the instruments that I've been wanting to learn how to play. Um, I just got a hang drum that I want to sort of incorporate into my sound bath sessions and, you know, sitting on the piano and the drums. I just, that is sort of uh, my meditation um, is being behind an instrument and just learning how to play it and just kind of going off. And so that's, those are a little bit of the things that, that, that I've been doing to, to kind of keep myself sane. I have been a mad scientist in my kitchen with my herbs. I, I've been mixing such extraordinary blends of herbs to, of course, give to my patients, but I got really inspired also being a nurse. I got really inspired with this virus. And the reason why is because a lot of things in, in ancient medicines, they had viruses back then. And so for me, I did a lot of digging around and a lot of research and figuring out not only how do they describe the viruses, because they didn't have that word back then, virus, and doing my due diligence and figuring out the symptoms and, and also the different herb compilations that they, they make, because it's hard for me to treat my patients that are sick. I, I have close contact with them over the internet, but I don't have close contact with them in an acupuncture or a cupping way. Right. So it's been a time for me to learn these ancient old formulas that have been super, super helpful. And it's been really, really fun for me in my brain to be able to respond to this type of virus with the old, the old ways. And, um, yeah. And I've been also testing them on myself and that's been interesting. Um, <laughs> Yeah. So I just, I, again, I've just been, again, just like Eric too, is tapping into my talents deeper is what this time has allotted me. And I'm super appreciative of it, but does anyone else, does the day go by faster in a way? I yeah. swear, I, I wonder how I accomplish so much in a day when I'm, when I'm more quarantined and I have more time on my hands. I, right. I feel like the days go by faster. So and I think there's an herb for that. <laughs> I'm sure you'd like it. Um, so this question is, is for you, Annie. And we touched upon it briefly in the beginning. So you're, how we know each other is you are the one who helps me tune up my body via acupuncture and cupping every month. And... Um, I was wondering if you could share at least one technique that we could do at home to manage our stress right now. Uh, you know, I really have been excited about just acupressure 
lately. It's been more, it's been more fun for me, excuse me, to be able to do that. Whereas before I had needles and it was easy to, you know, hit that point, but the acupressure points and the meridians. So I'm not sure if, you know, the audience is aware of meridians. They're basically, um, along our nerve lines is where the most powerful points on the body are. And so I've been teaching my patients how to locate uh, nerves. You know, for instance, the thumb. The thumb is an important one because the thumb has what we call the radial nerve. Well, the thumb happens to be the lung channel. And so what I've been doing over the computer and taking pictures also and sending it to my patients is showing them how to take a toothpick or a spoon or just something to activate that channel along the whole entire arm from the thumb all the way up to the shoulder. And uh, so that's, that's where it's been really powerful actually is to help people get creative and uh, treat themselves. That's very cool. Now, I remember I had you come to one of these wellness events that I planned and the women there totally were just totally dug the different points that you showed them to to like press in between on their hands. I remember that. Yeah. And they found it super helpful. So, and it's easy to teach. That's the thing. It's easy to teach and I never really I never realized it before. And yeah. uh, my nursing background, I did a lot of education, especially when we're discharging patients from home and oh, right. educating them on medications and all of that. So I do have it in my, you know, in my repertoire. I, I can do it. It's just, um, it's again, been a learning curve and the patients love it. And then they're teaching their kids. Oh, nice. So they're start, we're starting, I'm, I'm really hitting up a lot of younger patients and uh, teaching them how to do it. I mean, it's so powerful to teach these kids, okay, you have a tummy ache, this is what you press. And mom and dad can do it with you, and you can do it to your sister or your brother, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah very very powerful time right now is, is what's happening in medicine. Yeah, I love that ripple effect that you have. Totally. Yeah, awesome. And then, Eric, for you, I know – we know each other through a mutual friend who introduced me to sound baths when I first came out here to LA and I got hooked after just one and I just totally dig the sessions that I can do with you. But for those of us who out there who are listening that have not tried sound baths before, perhaps you can just go into it a little bit about what they can ex expect, especially um, when you go into how you are now offering them online. Yeah, for, for sure. So um, for those of you out there that have never experienced a sound guided meditation, or as they're often called sound baths, um, I'm basically using uh, frequency and vibration really to help relax the mind and the body. It's super effective in person because not only does it slow down your brainwaves, which helps you to get into that nice relaxed theta state pocket, but you also get the the, the feeling of that vibration going through your body. So after a 45-minute session, you generally feel pretty light, pretty buzzy. You still sometimes have a sense of feeling like a, a vibrate so to speak. Um, and again, it's just a way to relax the nervous system, right? Um, and being in that state and being in that sort of uh, rest and digest state is so important for your body to heal itself, and it boosts your immune system. And that's what we're talking about so much today is keeping your immune system up. It's more important now than it's really ever been in sort of a, a, a global aspect. 
um, is focusing on how do I keep my immune system up. Um, and so what I started doing is since uh, I can't offer these in person at the moment, um, I've started recording my sound bath sessions so I can get the audio as close to what it would feel like in person as I can. And obviously you don't get that physical effect because you're not in that same room with those same vibrations. Um, but I just felt that the, the live stream quality just doesn't do it justice. And so I've kind of gone into my little production studio that I made here in my apartment lab and uh, just started mixing some things down. And I started posting up 30 minute sound baths that I've put up um, uh, off of my Instagram uh, link in bio. And I'm trying to post about one a week at this point. Um, but I'm just using different instruments really to help induce that relaxation state. That's amazing. I, I can't wait to check it out. I didn't know that you were doing it. Everyone's, I feel like I'm in this little bubble, so I didn't know. We're all in our own all little bubble. All these things that are happening. <laughs> this is great then that I'm having this conversation. Like, I Yeah, can... yeah. So like I've, I've been focusing on taking my work into that, which is something that, um, I've been approached by certain people saying, Hey, do you, have you ever recorded? And that just wasn't a priority for me at mm. that point in time, just because the in-person experience was that much more effective. And so talking about sort of what this time has sort of brought out in us, um, it literally pushed me and forced me into, okay, now I need to figure out now's the time for me to figure out how to record these sounds and get them to be, as in person and as effective as I can virtually, right? And right. so that's something that I started working on really day one. Um, I started trying to figure out how to record these, how to mix these down, and then sort of how to present them. And so I feel like I've started to get into a little bit of a flow um, with that, and it's only going to continually expand from there. And also, it's kind of cool now that people can kind of enjoy these at their own time. Um, I've been listening to my own sessions before I go to sleep at night. They really help me fall asleep. Um, and even if I'm like, well, it's 1030, I kind of want to go to bed, but I'm not tired. I'll throw on a sound bath and it really helps me like sort of like just relax and, mm -hmm. and, and get right. a really nice long night's sleep. Awesome. Yeah. I will definitely check it out. And so that actually, you started to go into it a little bit, which leads me to my next question for both of you, is how you both felt um, or feeling that this situation has changed you personally. You've talked about it, how it has changed you and sort of forced you to pivot in the way you run your businesses. But I wonder if there are any other aspects within your own lives that you have noticed um, any changes in, positive, negative I would say the trend for, for my personal self is I'm reevaluating everything in my life. I'm reevaluating my relationships. I'm reevaluating my own health. I'm reevaluating my business. And it's really structured my thought process differently and also being in the moment more for, for me. And I always say it's important, but I really feel now that we're kind of forced to be more in the present, in our bubbles, not in close contact with people. And uh, again, the word reevaluation is has been kind of my 
my center and and uh, going deep. It's it's been a it's been a journey, but oh. I love it and it's it's been really powerful. So I would say just really reevaluating how I used to operate mm-hmm. and being more open and not being so judgmental and living in such a structured way that I I need to be more open. And this has been this has been such a great present to open up. Yeah, really freeing. Very much so. And at first I was overwhelmed, Mm -hmm. but now I feel, um, you know, I almost feel like I have more faith in myself. Right. Well, that makes sense because we've been doing this for about four weeks now out here. And that sounds similar to kind of that roller coaster that I went through first being overwhelmed Mm -hmm. and then almost settling into it. And then just really tapping into that present moment and just opening yourself up and just going with it. Yeah. It goes in phases and we're going to look back on this and, and just like any type of post-traumatic stress mm-hmm. or depression or, or death, you know, mm-hmm. you're, you're always in a psychological way. You go through different stages right. and I feel as though this, the whole virus and this whole earthly you know, shift, it's going in stages and it's interesting for all of us to go in different stages. And it's, I've just been in, in wonderment watching all of this happen. It's, it's extraordinary. It's never happened to any of us, even in our, the older generations of our parents and our grandparents. Yeah. We've never seen this. We've never experienced this. We don't know how to go about it. You right. know, in general though, I think that we've done an incredible job at supporting each other and figuring it out. Yeah. Yeah, that has been amazing to see just how everyone has stepped up. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I only want to see more. That's what I'm, I'm I feel like I'm the like the cheerleader over on a computer. Like, woo, let's do it. <laughs> What's next? <sighs> I'm a little nervous that um I'm gonna kind of get used to this lifestyle of mm. not having to go anywhere. Um, you know, it, I'm a musician at heart and a songwriter. And so, um, being sort of, it, being an introvert, um, uh, kind of goes well with what, you know, I, I am like, you know, I could sit for hours and just play the piano or sit for hours and like write songs or play songs or record stuff. And so I very much feel kind of comfortable, like Mm -hmm. in this, um, but that also makes me a little nervous that I'm going to like, like be like, Oh, what? We're just like, this is just what it is. Like everybody just stays indoors. Um, the things I miss, I, I miss human interaction quite a bit. Um, it, when it's not there, you can definitely, definitely feel it. Are there any habits that you've created during this quarantine time that you, either of you wanted to hold on to and continue to cultivate in your own lives? A lot. Yeah? Tell me. I picked up a lot. One of them is enjoying the beautiful sounds around me, including bird songs Mm -hmm. in the morning, Mm -hmm. instead of hearing horns from cars Mm -hmm. and loud music and people talking to, you know, on their cell phones inside the car and you hear this wah, 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 you know, living in a big city like Los Angeles, I didn't realize how much noise pollution I was inundated with. And I lived near the beach. I thought I was 
in a nice nook. And there's so many bird songs going on in my neighborhood right now. It's touching. It's beautiful. And I'm just, I feel like I'm looking at the earth and its and its other inhabitants so much more closely now. And I'm a huge animal person, mm-hmm. but I really, every day I give back to the planet by having more respect. Mm-hmm. And another thing too, this may sound gross and weird. Tell me. I'm not using as much toilet paper and I think it's better for my plumbing. I'm like, <laughs> Every, every little square, I'm like, okay, be, be mindful. And not, not just with toilet paper, but all of my supplies in my house, paper towels, right. you know, those, those luxury, they're luxuries, by the way, they're luxuries. And I'm really, uh, I'm, I'm honing in on my behaviors in the past and just trying to be more conscious of my usage, not only with electricity and water, but really wanting the earth to take a break from just my presence alone. Right. Um, I would say that that is something else that I've been really uh, good at. But are there any other things that when we do go back out there, something that you're truly looking forward to returning to? Yeah. I mean, human connection, a hundred percent. Like, I mean, just, I mean, you know, giving your friends hugs, like it's, it's just as simple as that, you know what I mean? And, it's going to be a little strange, I think, when we when we first go out there, um, and I mean, you're going to see. You know, do we give? Can we give a hug? Can we not give a like? Like what? Like what? Right. Do, you know what I mean? Um, and so that is something that I I definitely just miss is just being in the presence of other energy um, uh, from human beings for sure. Um, and I, I think that a lot of people can kind of relate to that right now. You know? Yeah, absolutely. It is strange to have to see my parents from in like a drive-by situation. That, yeah. that was tough the first time, for sure. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure. Is there anything that you would recommend, just one thing to the listeners, for how they can live more mindfully? Oh, she's pointing at you, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, you go, Eric. You go, um, you go buddy. You go. Uh, all I would say is uh, lean into things that make you feel good, you know, and if I'm not immune to having bad days, um, you know, I think last week I had a couple of I had a couple of like feeling not so great. Right. Um, and how do I get myself out of those ruts? Um, I go for a run. Um, you know, I, I, I do I did a jump rope, maybe, you know, do a circuit of push-ups, pull-ups and sit-ups. Um, you know, uh, I meditate, um, I'll read a book that inspires me. Um, those are the kinds of things. And then, you know, something. So for me personally, um, if I know I'm not feeling good, I'll pick up the guitar and start singing. Um, that always makes me feel better. Uh, but that's again, whatever you want, right? So if that's my thing, that's right. what really helps me and has always helped me kind of get out of a rut or feeling depressed. And if it's for uh, for you, if it's painting, if it's writing, if it's reading, whatever that is, remember something creative that you used to really, really enjoy, and maybe you haven't done it in a while. Now's the time to do those things. We're not ever, uh, hopefully, we don't 
you know, we don't ever have to be put in this situation again. But since we're here, now is the time to do things that you've always wanted to do. So don't like, you know, again, you can take your down days and just watch TV all day. But that next day, like, like, you know, pick up a canvas, like, you know, do do something that that inspires you and try something new, learn a new language, anything, because now is the time. Right. Yeah, no, I was actually speaking to someone for last week about this. And I was suggesting that it's essential to have almost a toolkit of many different strategies that work for you. So not just one or two, but just like a good amount of different ones that you can just throw at your stress, at your anxiety and see what works, see what sticks that day. It could be different every day and it may require more than one thing, but you need to cultivate a, a good amount of things and that requires trying new things as well as you were saying because yeah. if you don't try you don't know and who knows you may like something and all of a sudden you can add that to your list of things that you can do when you're feeling overwhelmed yeah and you know in this day and age since thank god the internet is still available you can learn how to do anything on youtube i mean it's great <laughs> and it's so it's not an excuse anymore, right? You've always wanted to try yoga. There's a zillion yoga teachers out there doing free classes on Instagram. You wanted to, you know, learn how to how to cook or bake. There's a million things on YouTube, so there's really no excuse. You can you can definitely find it. Um, you just need a push and a little motivation, and and now right. is the time to to be able to cultivate that for sure. I just feel like the the word faith just keeps coming up because. We're all being challenged, whether it's financially, physically, medically. But when we come from a place of faith and we know that it's, we know this is going to pass. This too shall pass is one of my favorite quotes. Mm -hmm. And uh, how are we going to come out of this? When you have faith and you have structure inside of you and your heart and soul, you just can't go wrong. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Does that that answer the question? I was still bamboozled (laughs) by Eric. I think I... <laughs> no, I love you. You totally do. You need that to have yeah. that. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so I always like to end my conversations with gratitudes and, and my meditations when I lead them. I always end with gratitude. So if both of you could share a few of yours for today. I'd love to hear them. Three, one. Most importantly for me, clean water. Accessible, clean water has really been important for me. Yeah. Number two, more than ever, is sleep. Mm. I'm just really, <laughs> I'm getting such good sleep and it's just been so awesome. I'm so appreciative of it. And then lastly, people like you, just to be. And Eric and and people like all of us that are doing the work and not sitting in idle and and really trying our best to incorporate our passions and share them and share right now. You know, we're all going through something. It's all similar and different, but still people like you, Jane and Eric and I 
it's up to us. We have to lead by example. And I'm very grateful for, for you, both of you. Oh, thanks, Annie. That was We're great. grateful for you too, Annie. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Uh, and Eric, your gratitudes. My gratitudes. Um, I, you know, I, I think this is the third time I'm going to say this, but I, I echo a lot of what Annie just said um, as far as being grateful for everybody that's really been putting themselves out there that um, is in this health and wellness field and figuring out how to, um, I think I've said this a couple of times to folks, it's, it's for me, um, in the beginning, it was just a little frustrating because everything that people are feeling right now falls right into our wheelhouse, right? I mean, this mm -hmm. is what we do is we help people feel better when they're stressed out, when they have anxiety, when there's not, when they're not feeling well, they're sick, they're feeling, uh, you know, uh, uh, out of place and just like, you know, that things aren't functioning. Um, and so a lot of what I was uh, trying to figure out is, how do I particularly um, give back to folks? How can I still get my work to people in this time of need? And so I'm very grateful definitely for everybody that um, have been adapting and figuring out how to continue to, to get this to folks. Um, I'm, I'm grateful for my health. Um, I'm grateful for shelter, food, water, just the essentials, you know, um, and, and, and the relationships that I have in my life that um, have uh, helped me through sort of all of this. Um, and so, you know, uh, something that Annie said definitely rung true for me too is analyzing sort of like the relationships that you have because when you go through these kinds of times, um, all of a sudden you become closer with some people and then all of a right. sudden you, you yeah. start pulling further apart from others. It, it, it definitely, you, you find out sort of, um, what those relationships were when you come into uh, times of, of, of uh, crisis, right? right? And so um, those are some of the things that I am I'm very grateful for. Well, thank you for sharing those with me, both of you. I really appreciate it. And, and to close, in the spirit of giving and receiving, if you can just um, both let us know how we can support you and your vision. I think as, as healers, we probably aren't used to accepting things, Eric, right? <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna say that, I'm gonna say the most cliche thing of follow me on Instagram <laughs> at the middle branch. Um, and I have, uh, sound bath sessions in my link in my bio. Just follow sound guided meditations. Um, and, uh, uh, come on in and enjoy and hopefully it'll make you, make you feel better. But yeah, just, really just uh become a follower and uh hopefully i can i can bring some some stress-free anxiety-free and, and and help you with a little bit of sleep amazing yes uh how can you help me you know keep doing what you're doing share love that's my that's my whole role right now is just share that beauty Keep sharing it, Josephine, because it always comes back around and we're all going to feel it. And I, I would just say share, share the beauty. That's kind of cliche, share the love, but that's how it's going to help me is by we're, we're raising the vibration right, right. now just by us doing this. And that's, that's what I would love. 
more and more. Just keep that good vibe coming, babe. Thank you. Awesome. Same to you. Well, that uh, wraps up our our lovely discussion today. Thank you so much to both of you, Eric and Annie, for joining me today for this conversation. It is going to be really helpful for other people, I'm sure, to hear and get inspiration on how they can respond to life's challenges and overcome their obstacles and perhaps try new things such as your sound bath or looking into acupressure points. Need some help managing your stress and anxiety during this difficult time? Be sure to join me every Wednesday during April and May at 1.30 p.m. PST for a quick 15-minute live stream meditation on Zoom. We'll try out a new technique each week that will help you cope and tune into your calm. To get the link, simply go to my site, jatlurie.com, and enter your email in the pop-up window. Be sure to check out other tips on how to respond to life in a meaningful way by listening to my other Responding to Life episodes. Thank you again for sharing your time with me. Thank you for listening to Responding to Life, a podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode and would like to receive a bi-monthly newsletter with an exclusive and free video meditation, along with wellness tips and deals, please go to www.respondingtolifepodcast.com and sign up for the newsletter by entering your email address in the pop-up box. In there, you'll also learn my seven-step process on how to meditate like a pro so you can stress less and live more joyfully. If you enjoyed the show, I invite you to share it with your friends and leave a rating and review on whatever podcast outlet you use. I look forward to sharing another inspirational story with you real soon.